Welcome to the nib section. This is a special episode today. With me today is Leo Fock via the powers of the internet. Hello, Leo. Hello, this is Leo. And I am Sharon Zah, your host for today. Apologies from Chucks Montano, who could not be here, so you're stuck with us and our punless episode. So we thought today, because Leo and I both spent some time in Japan in March, we thought we'd give a bit of a traveler's guide and an update as to what we got up to along、uh, mm-hmm. during our travels, and then try and tackle some of the most commonly asked questions that we see around forums all the time. Things such as, "Where do I go? What do I do? <laughs> What do I eat?" Where do I buy a pen? Where do I buy many pens? Where do I buy ink? Where do I get special sailor bottle ink? What should I spend my luggage allowance on? <laughs> All these and more today. <laughs> so, Leo, you've gone to Japan a couple of times already, right? And you've、yes. documented both 2017 and 2016 on your YouTube channel. A few, yes. Are we going to see a 2018 version? Uh, maybe not. I'll I'll do a recap. <laughs> But I had I didn't take any live video this year because I was too busy buying pens. That's such a good segue. <laughs> so let's jump right into it. So I know from various discussions with you that you ended up going to Japan at the beginning of March, and you were fortunate enough to make a couple of the pen shows. Is that、yes. right? Correct. Which ones did you manage to catch this year? This year, I only managed to catch. Well, well, well. There are two. There's in early March. There is the Maruzan Nihonbashi World Fountain Pen Festival, and then later, around mid March, late March, there is the、uh, Mitsukoshi Fountain Pen Fair. Right. And I only went to the early one this year. And guess which one Sharon went to this year. Uh, neither.、Uh, yeah, because Sharon decided to prioritize、uh, seeing the cherry <laughs> blossoms, which were fantastic, over pens. Scandalous, I know.、Mm-hmm. So, how was the pen show this year? The Maruzen one that you managed to catch. I think what, once you've been to one, like one or two, you, you sort of get, get an idea. So, like in, in Japan, the, the the pen shows are usually run by big. Big bookstores or, or department stores, and it's usually a strong presence by the big three: Pilot, Platinum, Sailor. Pelican has also had a long history of being in Japan, so there's always a Pelican booth, and、um, they will have Waterman, Parker,、uh, Montblanc in, in a slightly smaller capacity. Additionally, if you are lucky, Nakaya, Eboya, and Ohashido may also attend. These are the, the "Quote unquote smaller, not necessarily the Nikaya, but like like sm- smaller, s- small scale like makers." And usually, to commemorate these fine events, they usually offer some special show exclusive pens and inks, and maybe other stationery as well. So maybe as a bit of context for those who aren't aware, Maruzen in Japan is a nationwide bookstore. Yep, bookstore chain. It's a bookstore chain that has a fabulous selection of pens, inks, and both domestic as well as international books. And the one at Nihonbashi sells leather goods and has a fantastic、mm-hmm. cafe. Actually, would recommend. <laughs> would recommend.、Yes. Whereas the other pen、uh, show that we mentioned earlier, the Mitsukoshi Pen Show, Mitsukoshi is a department store chain and it sells pretty much everything under the sun. You can buy anything from an ice cream cone to、yes. an Hermes scarf to、yes. a well, to some fashion to a Nespresso machine. Actually, I saw a Nespresso <laughs> machine for sale. Um, they were giving out samples. It was. Pretty worthwhile stopping by that stand at the very least, and it just so happened to be next to the pen counter at the Mitsukoshi、oh. Nihonbashi store. So、um, the two are actually quite different to what we see pen shows being in the US, in Europe, as well as in、uh, Australia as well. Yes. 
Oh yeah, one thing I'd like to mention is like I think the first pen show I went to was in the Midlands, and it was in a back of a town hall, or maybe in a town hall, and it was all secondhand or, or just like small one guy sellers. Whereas in Japan here, it's pretty much all new pens and new sellers. I mean, after all, their their, their homegrown brands are are big Japan like Pilot Platinum Sailor, mm-hmm. and but occasionally. For example, at the Marazen uh, show, Eurobox will also display some of his wares, and, and he is a second-hand pen seller, sells a lot of Western stuff, also some Japanese pens as well. And so it is a bit of a different experience, especially since you're actually going to a physical store rather than like a town hall. Would you say that they're bigger or smaller than the Midlands show that you've been to? In terms of size, I would think they were around the same, except yeah, it's just the the focus was on new pens and not secondhand pens. Mm. Also. Yeah, all depends. And so, how long are these shows normally? In the ones here in Japan, they usually last a week long. So, it's a week of Maruzen and then a week of Mitsukoshi. And so, to put this all in perspective, to see just how much of a fool Sharon was, um, <laughs> yes, I am speaking about her in the third person because <laughs> because I should have listened to your advice, Leo. I really should. Have. <laughs> The Marazen pen shows started, I think, on the 3rd of March. Was that right? Uh, this year, it was 7th to 13th. And the Mitsukoshi was right after that for another week. Uh, 14 to 19th. I yes. landed in Japan on the 22nd. <laughs> so I timed that really, really well. However, mm-hmm. I on the day that I landed, the Sakura Blossoms went into full bloom, so I'd like to think that okay. I timed it well for that. I did miss all of the pen-related hype, though. Yes. So for someone who, you know, was smart enough to actually book earlier flights, what would you say uh, would be your tips on how to make the most of a Japanese pen show? The first year I discovered I was in Japan for a pen show, it was just cool just walking around and seeing the immense variety of pens that they had for sale especially stuff that you usually can't see in person such as yeah so um if they have a nakaya counter you can see all their lovely higher-end urushi makia (laughs) sharon just blushed uh yeah all, all the extremely intricate artisan level stuff just being able to like handle pens they have full tester sets of everything i remember um there's usually a the entire like m 400 600 800 1000 tester set uh the full platinum tester set uh sailor say doesn't have this no te- no sailor set but um if they have the kai booth the nakaya tester set of all the nibs and the Customer service is very, very good. Uh, is yes. that to say that customer service normally isn't good? I mean, everyone's no. so polite. They, I swear they're about to get on their knees and bow down to me every <laughs> single time I even talk to them in Japan. I think service in Japan in general is always, like, very good. So just Except to take for a look Itoya. around. Except I'm, for I'm, Itoya. <laughs> I'm so sorry for Itoya. It, it's not that good now. After they killed the Giotoya in, 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 in the other building. Mm. So yeah, you, you, you take a look at the pens, try out some tester sets. Uh, people are very happy to let you try their pens, dip test them. You may be aware that, well, compared to Hong Kong, they're a lot more laid back. So it's very personal one-to-one service and you might have to sit beside for maybe five to 10 minutes while they handle each customer by themselves. Uh, the other major thing to really pay attention in these shows are the show exclusive pens and inks. So, for example, this year at uh, Marazen, there was a green aluminium king of pen, a Nakaya, a Pilot, and a Boya, and an Ohashido kind of pens, and some ink. And so those usually, some can sell out very fast, others not so popular. You might be able to still catch them, like, even after the show has ended. So by the time I got there, um, most of the Maruzen special editions were all sold out. So definitely all the Nakaya, the Iboya, the... What else did they have as a special edition? They did have the, a pilot. The, 
They the red had, pilot. They still had a special edition pilot reddish pink, like the mm. rouge colored urushi um, yep. pen, which um, you have. You actually picked up that one, didn't you? I bought the first one, so now I have to buy all the other ones every other year. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I do remember you bought the blue one, and so yep. you now have the pink one. It's pink. My biggest regret is not buying the 845 series the years before. What do they look like? It's like the 845, except yeah. um, they, they only do Urushi on the cap and the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Usually, usually you see all black, but they have red, other red, brown, blue, green. So the red what used to be an exclusive from Tokyo Quill Pen Shop? That's Vermilion. Vermilion. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> That one's slightly more bright orange. The other ones are more reddish side, Mm, but they're all very pretty and regrets. By the time I actually got to Tokyo, um, Marazen special editions were pretty much all out. Um, What was the Nakaya special edition this year at Marazen? Marazen, it looked like a long, round cigar, Heki Tamanuri, with a lion and a shield as a cap top. Okay, so that was still available. So the Heki Taminuri with the line on top. Yeah. I wasn't sure if that was a Marazen special edition for the pen show or just a standard Marazen special edition. I get, <laughs> I get so confused with all of the Japanese special editions, I just can't keep up. Given that they make new ones every year, it's, it gets really complicated. So, so they, yeah. they had both the Marazen Pilot as well as the Nakaya still available mm. when I when I was there at the end of March. Whereas at Mitsukoshi, <sighs> oh, Mitsukoshi, Mitsukoshi this year, this year, I, I know these off the top of my head already. <laughs> go, go, go ahead, go ahead. So Mitsukoshi this year had a couple of specials. They mm. had uh, two Sailor Good Omens motifs. It came okay. in a black and a ivory profit. Mm-hmm. They were large yep. profits with 21k nibs. Correct. Only came in a fine or a medium nib, unfortunately. They didn't even have a medium fine. Correct. They were limited to 50 of each color. Mm. And then there was a platinum, which was a blue platinum, Chartres blue platinum with clouds. And I happen to have one of these. Mm-hmm. And that is actually what I'm currently writing with, which I completely forgot that section, so we'll get around to it later on. But um, the platinum, so it's essentially a Chartres blue uh, platinum without a cap band with the silver trim, and it has different colored clouds on it. And I did post about this one on Fountain Pens Oceania um, when I first got mine, but this I thought was absolutely stunning, and it's a limited edition of 100 um, with a fine or a medium nib as well. They also had they also had a nakaya that looked like the aurora borealis and it was a limited edition of two and i was so freaking pissed off that i did not manage to catch one of them that was the only pen i wanted it was the only pen i wanted this entire freaking trip ever since i saw it however i got there and so my story was I I literally landed. I landed at about 6 a.m. in the morning and I had to wait around until about 10.30 when Mitsukoshi opened and it was my first stop of the day. I went to the pen counter and I said, show me all your goodies. The, the lady at the counter had no idea what I was saying and I managed to grab a number of pictures of all of the products and they were such teasers because I said I want this one which was the Nakaya and they said oh yes 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 hi 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 and then they made this whole kerfuffle about going out to the back checking their stores and they said yes we have this one and I was so excited at the time they came out and they just constantly kept bowing um, to me and saying oh um, you know I'm so sorry 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 sold out sold out those were the only English words that they knew sold out so that was quite disappointing with the Nakaya and I will try and get a photo inserted in the show notes Mm -hmm. 
to show you what this looked like, but it was freaking stunning. It was the only pen I really wanted. You're talking about the green, yellow, chinkin, stripy one, right? Correct. The one that looks like the Aurora Borealis, but in like stripe. It's kind of like a fusion of what the Aurora Borealis would like if you condensed it and put it into, say, fireworks and then mm, carved yes. it into a pen with the sparkly um, finish. It's just, it's beautiful, it's okay? It's beautiful. Okay. <laughs> But it was a limited edition of two pens, so I didn't think that it would last until um, the end of the month or, like, what, three days after our, the pen show finished. Mm-hmm. So there was that one. And then even more upsetting <laughs> was the Pilot Decimos, which they had <laughs> in baby pink and baby blue with check, with a checkered pattern, like a almost like a matte checkered pattern mm. in the centre. So it's a textured finish. Um, it looks like a regular Decimo, and it has gold trim, mm. gold trim, and it was basically the cutest thing I'd seen. And I saw these before I actually went to Japan on Leo's Instagram, and I pretty much said to myself, these are the next pens I want next to the Nakai. And guess what happened? Nope, sold out. No, sold out, sold out. Sorry, 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 sold out. Completely sold out. So tell me about these Decimos that you managed to nab. Well, they're very pretty. I after seeing them put out like they always put out some sailors, uh, and like a, a platinum and a pair of decimos. And previous years ones were sort of like white and black with some motifs around the band mm. or green and some other color and some more motifs. And this year they changed it so drastically. It was like, huh? It, it, it's like pink and, uh, and blue and no band pattern, but they well like no motif, but it was a more simple pattern. And I was like, these look good. I think I'll grab them, even though I don't usually grab them. And I think they raised the price as well, but whatever. It, they it's were pretty stupidly expensive, I will point out. Yes. They're about double, <laughs> double, more than double what you would pay for a regular decimo. Yes, correct. Absolutely. So, yeah. Also, I've never seen, I think this is the first time possibly that they've put on this, this like checkered pattern on the body that's not some golden motif thing. So no, I think it's, I think it's new. They might be introducing it to other models soon. So we'll insert photos in the show notes or somewhere, probably on Facebook, of what the previous years looked like because I know you had the 2016 one that I passed on and that was blue clouds on a black body or on a white body. And then last year was kind of like an arabesque-style gold um, on top of a black and a white body as well, which... No, I think it was green. Was it green? Yeah. I, I, I was recently talking to someone about it, and, and they're like, green? Green? I had to look back, and I think it's like some light color, some dark color. Yeah. Yeah, there was definitely a white one. And then this year, this year they went all out. I love it. Like, all of the new decimos which are coming out, uh, they appeal to They so appeal <laughs> to me so much. I mean, complete sidebar, but Nagasawa in, yes. in Japan, they're coming out with a turquoise. Emerald green or something? I think they're calling it emerald green. It's basically a turquoise. Yes. It is a complete match to the M600 turquoise. I hate to break it to you. (laughs) Go ahead. Gold ones sold out already. (laughs) Yeah, the gold ones. So Nagasawa, when they do their special edition decimos, they do them in gold trim as well as in silver trim because decimos (laughs) don't normally come with a gold trim. And the gold trim was pretty much the pre-orders sold out, I think, within like about a week. It was crazy, yeah. Raising it. Then the other ones which have come out, which I have my eye on, but my friendly Japanese translator, i.e. the guy at work who I begged to just read this web page for me, taking precious mm-hmm. time out of his day, told me it was all sold out already, is the Sankodo 19th <laughs> anniversary. Like Sankodo 90th anniversary Zodiac, the Zodiac yes. Decimos. So this, if you see these, you will lust after them. They basically <laughs> got all of the Zodiac signs in gold on top of either a white, so a white pearlescent body with gold trim yes. or a blue gradiated body. So it looks yes. like the twilight body. Yes. Twilight? Yes, the twilight yes. body from 2016, 15, 15, 15? It's been a while. Yeah. I think it was the 15 body, the, the really popular vanishing point twilight body. But basically they took that, 
made it into a decimal and put uh, zodiac signs in gold on top of it. It looks stunning. That's yes. all sold out. The reservations at the store were already capped yep. based on what my friend told me. So we can just hope. <laughs> anyway, so I missed out on the decimos. I didn't buy a single cool decimo this time around. What was your favourite pickup from the pen shows? Oh, from the pen, pen shows, shows, I bought a Mont Blanc Writer's Edition Alexander Dumas from Fujisan of Eurobox uh, with the wrong signature. Oh, nice. <laughs> so it has the sun signature rather than the father's? Yes. Yep. Nice. Nice. Very, very nice. And yes. was that new in box or was it used? It was used, no box, but the price was good. And it had a 149 nib, so I was like, okay. Nice. Yes. So other than that, anything else that we should be looking out for at a particular pen show? I mean, obviously there are the limited edition ones that we've just sort of gushed about. The inks. What were the inks this year? Uh, this year, Marazen had a Keiyaki green, which is a, some sort of Japanese palm sort of tree species. And Mitsukoshi had a Danju Rocha, which is just some brownish tea color. Good. Okay. Mediocre. Better than last they, year. They come in the, the nice bottle, Sailor Diamond bottles. Mm, and bottles. Uh, the colors are okay, I suppose. I, I mean, at some point, at this point, I have so many inks, they all look the same, but I'm sure other people will find much joy in, in, in the subtle differences. I'm not a fan of brown inks, personally. I've tried <laughs> to like them, and I, I, I don't see the appeal, I'm just going to be honest. I think the types of brown inks that I like are very few and far between. I like <laughs> the um, quite uh, greyish browns, <laughs> um, so... Like, I really no. like the colour of um, Stone Road of Gion mm. by Tag. Tag, so mm. the Cure, is it the Cure Era or the Cure Noto? The Cure Era. One of those, yeah. Yeah, I think it's the Cure Era. That's the type of brown that I like, and I like it in that particular shade. So this year, the Mitsukoshi reddish brown just was yeah, not it's up not. my alley. And the green one is a darkish one. It reminds me of the, it's very similar to the Iroshizuku green. Which one? Which Oh, yeah, that one, yeah. Mm. So. Yeah, so what are our top tips for pen collectors in Japan or, like, pen enthusiasts in Japan? Let's say... The the thing that we get asked all the time, constantly, you go onto any single Facebook group (laughs) or forum, it's the same questions over and over again. Let's just list them off all at once. What are our recommendations for if you're going to Japan and you have an interest in fountain pens, what are the places you want to go to? Let's start with Tokyo. Just Tokyo. If I had 24 hours in Tokyo, I would land, I would go to Kingdom Note, I would check their inks, see what second-hand pens they have. I would go to Sakaido, which is also in Shinjuku, buy some art supplies, buy some inks. Sakaido usually has stuff 15 to 20% off MRSP, and they're all standard line. If you want standard line everything, you can buy all the stuff there. Uh, after for going- Sakaido, Sakaido yeah. go to the one which is actually closer to Kingdom Note rather than the big Sakaido in Shinjuku. Really? Yes, the smaller one is easier to get served and has a better collection oh. of things. <laughs> okay, well, you can go to both. No, no, no loss. Uh, after going to Shinjuku, I would go to uh, Ginza. Ginza has Itoya, the big eight-story one. Uh, I would prioritize that low now because it's very popular. The, the fountain pens are on the second or third floor, and mm. on busy days, you have to line up and, and like get a waiting list to get served. So but it's a sight to behold, yes. Itoya is is probably the first place that I would recommend um, <laughs> stationary enthusiasts to actually hit up. Not because I'm a fan of Itoya. Absolutely. <laughs> I absolutely loathe Itoya. I can't stand it. But it's one that I would recommend people go see because it's nine floors of yes. very pretty stationery. That's about yes. as much as I can explain it. It's like if you went into a stationery store and they had a selection of all the pretty writing paper you could ever imagine. <sighs> all of the pretty colours of like paints you could imagine. All of the, like every single type of ballpoint or gel pen that you could imagine. Yes. You can go view their special editions and then they have this whole floor dedicated to pens, fountain pens and ink. Yes. Which is definitely a sight to behold and if you want to post something on Instagram 
Instagram, a photo of that particular floor is very, very impressive. It's just, yes. it's just displays and displays and displays of pens. I absolutely hate shopping at Itoya though. So my, is, yeah. my top tip for Itoya is that they open at 10 a.m., which is about an hour earlier than every other store in Ginza. 10 a.m., line up outside and go straight up to level three. I think three is where okay. the fountain yeah. pens are. Go there and buy your thing right then and there. Because if you go later on during the day, as Leo said, you have a waiting list situation <laughs> where... So not only is it difficult to get served because you, the waiting list could be, say, four people long, that four people long waiting list could be anywhere up to two and a half hours yeah. before you get served. And you can't buy a pen unless you get served. And then even more difficult is that most of the sales attendants don't speak English. So if you don't understand any Japanese, you have to tell them what your name is in English, which in itself is so <laughs> freaking difficult. Like, my name's not that long. It's six letters long. Believe me, speaking to these Japanese people, I felt like my name was like the longest thing ever. And um, I couldn't give them characters for any for my Chinese name because mm -hmm. I would have no idea what they were saying. Yes. And then when they call out your name, you have no idea if that's you or not because they can't <laughs> pronounce your name anyway. So anyway, that was a big dilemma. Um, yes. But it is definitely a sight to behold. Uh, so while you're still in Ginza, uh, Eurobox is very nearby. It's that secondhand pen place opened by Fujisan. Please check their website, euro-box.com to check their opening days. It doesn't open every day. Also very close by is Loft. A Loft just opened. Loft is a lifestyle store just like Tokyo Hands and, and bits of Kinokuniya on, on like, yeah. They have a fountain pen section as well. That's normal stuff, but a lot of really cute stationery. Absolutely. Uh, so yep. on the loft point, um, yeah. the Ginza loft just opened because the last mm. time I was in Japan, which was about this time last year, I think, um, mm. Ginza loft was not open. Yurakucho loft was open. So mm. Yurakucho loft is now closed. The Ginza loft is pretty big. I think it's almost as big as the Shinju Shibuya loft. Mm -hmm. But the Ginza loft had some special edition kakunos. Um, oh, yes. They had the spring edition pastel kakunos, which were pretty cool. And then they also had, it, it was spring in J Japan, and they also had a whole selection of pastel colored spring and sakura motif pens and letter writing papers, yes. notebooks. Everything was just all pastel. It was like Pastel City. It was actually quite nice. Um, for the listeners who are a big fan of Hobonichis, they do sell Hobonichi at Loft. Loft. Mm -hmm. And at Loft, they actually, at the Ginza one actually, they had a really good selection of prior year covers and because they took out all of the actual hobonichis themselves all the covers themselves were heavily discounted mm. so that was pretty cool like you could get a plain colored cover for about 17 1700 yen and they mm. normally go for about 2400 i think it is okay yeah so, that was pretty cool. The other thing with Loft was that when, at least when I was there, I think there was a promotion where you would be able to get five or 10% off if you had a union pay credit card. Of course, yes. <laughs> In prior years, they used to be able to show your um, uh, passport and you'd get 5% off, but they got rid mm. of that last year. So yeah, Loft is good. Uh, also in Ginza, newly opened up is the Ginza 6 Mall. Uh, further down south of Ginza, and they have a Tsutaya bookstore. It's another very pretty place with walls, a small corner with walls and pens. And they also have their own line of very pretty marquee, very expensive fountain pens as well. So I managed to catch Tsutaya books and the opening of Ginza 6 last year, and mm. they do regular runs of special edition Sailor Inks. So if you're a mm -hmm. Sailor Ink collector, they do a run of about 100 or 300 inks in three different colours on a quite a regular basis. So I caught their opening where they literally laid out about the most number of Nakaya pens that I had ever seen. <laughs> I would say that they had a selection of over a hundred Nakaya pens all in one place. Okay. And these were high-end Makier unique designs rather than just the standard colour mm -hmm. finishes. So that was last year actually. And I I walked away with three. Three? <laughs> Only four. three? Three or four. Uh, I was in Japan last year for about a weekend, a long weekend, about four or four or five days, and I walked away with well, one Nakaya for every day that I was there. <laughs> 
Three yes, of them uh, sit higher books. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty amazing. So Ginza, after Ginza, other, oh. maybe one or two places. Pen cluster in Ginza. Oh, all right, yes. There's also a pen cluster in Ginza. Uh, if you can find it, in a, it's in a slightly secluded place, but it's good as a sort of museum to visit his his small display of all these weird prototypes and old pens and really good condition Western, just like like loose ends, all the celluloids and all that sort of stuff. There was a pretty cool Omas Lucens, a vintage Omas Lucens that Pen Cluster had. And <clears> it was a finish that I hadn't seen before. And I've been doing some homework on Omas's, especially after uh-huh. talking with um, Nicholas Gold and Costa Kutsis recently about their Omas collections. And um, yeah, this was a pretty cool one, actually. I wasn't sure which year it was from, though. I think two more places I can think of. One is uh, Yodobashi or Bic. Yodabashi camera or big camera. Uh, they have department stores everywhere. Technically, they're electronics. The biggest branches I remember, I think, are in Yurakucho and Yurakucho Shinjuku, and the main one is in Akihabara. And they they have a stationary floor, and they, and also if you go to the watch floor, they have a whole bunch of high-end pens that they've somehow put on display there as well. Um, and, and yeah, Yodabashi. So I think the biggest ones that I'd seen were in Shinjuku. The Ueno one is actually pretty big. Mm. The Ueno one's pretty big. And there's a good selection at Ikebukuro. Mm. That was also pretty good. Am I missing anything? Shosai-kan? You could... Oh, right. Oh, Bongbox. Oh, Bongbox. <laughs> <laughs> How could we forget Bongbox? That was so yes. Bongbox in... Last year. Yes, in Shibuya. Shibuya Omete... Uh, I'm going to... Omotesando. Thank you. I can't say that. That was my absolute favorite store. Yes. Pen, at least my favorite pen shopping experience. Mm-hmm. It's a tiny, tiny store. And when I say tiny, as in I think you would struggle to fit more than four or five people in that store. We packed it with five people. <laughs> with five people, I don't think you could move. You could. Ba- you basically had to form like a snake line or a conga line and shuffle. At them. least we knew each other so we could like shuffle <laughs> across each other. <laughs> but yeah, they so, have all the yeah. inks. And- all the inks. They're Marquia Ecos and White Tortoises. Which I have one. Congratulations. Thank you. They're Marquia Converters for Con 70s and Platinum in Gold and Silver. Which I have multiple. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I cleared them out of the Platinum <laughs> Marquia Converters. I just don't even go there, actually. That's pretty embarrassing. And they're also the full tester set of Onyx. Yes, and there's yeah, actually an ink testing station. There are two seats where you can mm-hmm. sit down in front of a table with all of the bung box ink, and you mm-hmm. can just try every single one of them. Almost all of them are out of stock, however, <laughs> and it's so sad that I know this already, but I think they restock on the second week of every single month, and they okay. have certain restock schedules. So when <laughs> I was there, April was blue restock month, when, and that's perfectly fine with me because I love blue ink, mm-hmm. and they restocked Hatsukoi, so Sapphire. No! Oh, oh. <laughs> they restocked Sapphire. They also restocked Ometa Sando Blue, so the special mm-hmm. blue from that store. They also restocked, ooh, Lapis Lazuli. The <clears throat> blanking on the name, but the, the C version. They have a C and a sky. Um, yes. This was the C version that they restocked. And they also restocked June Bride something blue, so the turquoise that they had. Yes. Next couple of months, they've got a restock of some of their dirty greens, so the, mm. like, muddy greens, so 88, something else. There's a new colour coming out as well from them, <sighs> and the artwork is designed by the store manager, Karu-san, which is pretty cute. <laughs> she is so cute. She's so cute. She's the most adorable person yes. that I had met um, at a pen store, like, in terms of anyone who serves you. She was absolutely amazing. Yes. I don't know what what it was like when you were there, but when Brian and I visited the store, she brought out all of her prior special editions or prototype mm-hmm. special yes. editions that they had uh, done just for the store. And she showed us a range of, fa- like, some of the most beautiful sailors that I'd yes. seen in a really long time and told us that none of them were for sale. <laughs> it got pretty That's ugly. So mean. I know. <laughs> This really cool stripy sailor, actually. There was a stripy mm. sailor with a Makie, with a Raden Lotus on the mm-hmm. cap, which was like my perfect pen. I loved it. She likes to do that. Oh, 
It was so good. But she kept saying, sorry, not for sale. <laughs> sorry, out of stock. Sorry. <sighs> Story of my freaking life. <laughs> so that, that was actually a really – I picked up two pens from Bung Box this time around, mm-hmm. actually. So I picked up the White Tortoise and the Pelican M400 White Tortoise. But this one has a Marquee cap. Mm. So they basically did an aftermarket Marquee cap, but it's so beautiful. I picked up one of those and I also picked up their, the Bung Box fifth anniversary pen. Yeah, be Yes. I think mm. it's that one. Mm. So it's got a gold body matte yes. black cap and yep. ruthenium trim. So mm. that was pretty cool. But absolutely my favorite shopping experience was at yes. Bung Box because it just, it makes you feel like at home. So yes. you don't even know how much you're adding to your shopping cart. <laughs> yes, I'll take that. Yes, I'll take that. Yes, I'll take that. Sure. And you can not? pay by card. Yes, you can pay by card. There's no tax free there though. Shosai mm. uh, Khan, which I did stop by, but it wasn't particularly mm. interesting in my opinion at least. If there are no pen shows, it's worth going to. If you've already been to a pen show, that's like most of your pens that you can see already. So those are usually my recommendations for Tokyo. Ah, so I had one more or two more, which were the Traveler's Notebook factories. Mm. I really liked them. So there's one in Tokyo Station, Grand Station, Mm. which was pretty cool. And then there was another one, which is in Nakameguro, a little bit out of the way, but... Mm. um, really cool as well so i think those are probably my the main places that i hit up as well although i would add to the list so other than the ginza itoya which i absolutely loathe there are other (laughs) itoyas in so almost every single big department store has their own stationary corner and that's probably well, that's not something that I see in Australia, at least. And mm-hmm. some of them have a really good selection. So my favourites were in Shibuya, the Itoya in Shibuya, which is really close to the station. That's That's got a very good uh, selection. It's right right near the station exit, um, very easy to get to. I also like the one in Ikebukuro. Mm-hmm. They also have an Itoya, which is quite cool. And Ueno has an Itoya as well. So if you're in the area, like there are a lot of touristy things to actually do in the area. And actually, and the touristy things, I don't laugh them off because they're worthwhile visiting all of these places. And <clears throat> Tokyo is just not a very big place. It really isn't. It's very dense. It's very, very dense. Nihonashi <laughs> is about six and a half kilometers away from Shinjuku. If you really wanted, you could do a run there. Um, and Shinjuku is like, what, four kilometers away from Shibuya? And Shibuya is about four kilometers away from the Tokyo station. 10, 15 minutes by train. It's, yeah. it's really quick. Or you can just walk it. I walked almost everywhere <laughs> when I was there. I hated train stations because I kept getting lost in train stations. <laughs> and I just didn't want to be about that life. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you weren't visiting Tokyo, what else would you recommend, say, if you were further out in Kansai? So Osaka, Kyoto. Osaka, Kobe, Kobe Kyoto. Yes. You would hit up uh, Osaka. You have Marita. Mm-hmm. Cash only. 15% off. Also near Osaka Castle, you also have Pelopena down in Namba, which has three, four unique inks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also have the big the one. The blue one's uh, worth getting. The blue Pelopena one mm. is gorgeous. I have the brown. I have the Bologna Maroon, which eh, <laughs> it comes in the, in the special edition Sailor yes. vase bottles, if you're a mm-hmm. collector of those. Also in Osaka is Ubeda Nagasawa. Mm-hmm. which is the big one. It's in the Junkudo bookstore around 10, 15 minutes walk away from the main station. And if you can't get to Kobe, this is the place to go for Nagasawa stuff mm-hmm. and all their weather vane nibs. Uh, the chicken nibs. Chicken nibs, okay. Chicken nibs. Well, uh, it is right. a weather vane, but it looks like chicken. I mean, Ostensibly. I, I have one. So if you get a platinum, a special edition platinum from Nagasawa, it looks like a weather vane. If you mm-hmm. get a sailor, which I have here, mm-hmm. It looks like a chicken. It looks like a rather <laughs> demented chicken. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. Kobe. Penstyle Den. Penstyle Den in Kobe. Uh, Kobe has like four or five branches of Nagasawa. You can visit them all. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, and they also have Pen and Message, which is which has a few sailor eggs as well. Mm. And they have the very sought after old denim. I think the old uh, 
Really? Okay. Old Denim, and they had a couple, a couple of very iconic inks. So Old Denim, Quadrifoglio. I I always just remember Old Denim because it's a weird colour. It does look like Old Denim and it's got this weird shading and sheen thing going on where it's like a blue ink but it kind of sheens vaguely gold and brown. Okay. Kind of green. I'll give that a go. That's pretty cool. You have a bottle of that, don't you? No, 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 no. You don't? No. What? What? I didn't go to pen and message. I forgot. Uh, Pen and message inks are probably some of the most expensive sailor inks. I'll go later this year, maybe. If you go up to Kyoto, you can get the stationary TAG inks. They're the ones by the Kyono Iro, Kyono Oto, and whatever limited edition set they ha- they're currently making. And if you're out of place with the code, just go into any random department store and check out their stationary section. You don't know what you'll find. Hankyu in Osaka. It's mm. a massive department store, and that was one where I did exactly that. I went into the stationery store. I had no idea what to expect. Well, I went mm-hmm. to the department store. I had no idea what to expect. Went up there and found uh, three special edition Sailor inks in the vase bottles, just randomly. There yeah. was a purple. There was a really, really nice maroon. This is one of the ones I actually quite liked. And a chestnut brown. And it was a brown that I actually liked, oddly enough. Yeah. It's like, I, I had a friend who was in Kyoto, and he, and he was like, I was bored, so I went to Isetan department store, and they were celebrating some sort of anniversary. So they had two sailor inks that were special edition and, like, 100 pieces only. <laughs> so I bought a few. And we were like, yeah. A few. <laughs> Well, he asked us, and we're like, yes, yes, as much as you possibly can without like, embarrassing yourself. <laughs> so fill, fill her up that bag, fill her up entirely. Yes. Um, yeah, so Hunky, when I was there, uh, I went there, I found the three bottles of Sailor Ink randomly, and then they had special edition decimos. They had special edition forest <laughs> green decimos, which, again, were limited run of like 100 or something. Yes. I went there, and it was just randomly, <clears throat> hello, special edition. Yes. You find that a lot. I think those are probably all the places that we would recommend to hit up. And I will try and make a list of all of these and put them in the show notes with links where possible. Yeah, we'll try. We'll try for that. Mm. But if you're short on time, I would say focus on Tokyo and start in Ginza because you can Mm. probably hit up quite a large portion of pen stores right in Ginza. So if you had one day, spend it in Ginza, and Ginza, walk all the way up to Nihonbashi, it'll take you like half a day, and you'll hit up maybe about six, seven, yeah, eight, that's doable. easily, easily. So that sort of leads on to our next, next headline, which is, what are your top tips for someone who is looking to shop in Tokyo or in Japan? If you're hunting for a particular pen, try everywhere, all, all, the, all the places we mentioned, and also... And also the department stores, because the department stores sell pens at MRSP, um, which means that sometimes it's a little too expensive for most people. But if you seriously want one, then you it will it might still be in stock. And if it's a big department, department store, it will also have a tax return counter. So you don't have to yeah, you, you pay a little bit less. So I would plug a couple of ones here. Mitsukoshi, which we've kept mentioning quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Mitsukoshi has a pretty good uh, shopper discount system if you're a foreigner. If you pay with certain credit cards, they give you 5% off. And if you somehow manage to get one of their shopper cards, you also get 5% off for a span of, like, I think, four years. And then Takashimaya. Takashimaya mm-hmm. gives you 5%. Hello Kitty discount card. Yes. It's a Hello Kitty shopper's card and you literally go there, go to the information counter, give them your um, passport and they give you a Hello Kitty card valid for 30 days. You get to keep the card, (laughs) but it gives you 5% off everything. So those would be my top tips for um, department stores. Don't expect a discount, probably what I learned. Yeah, everything is pretty much at retail prices. So that's why I've been very specific in mentioning like Sakaido and Marita, They, they will sell below MRSP. So the ones which we do know sell below retail, Sekaido we mentioned, but Sekaido has a quite a small range of pens on, mm. and definitely more on the probably the starter ends. So yes. I know Brian this time round may or may not have acquired, say, 10 or 20 Akunos <laughs> uh, from Sekaido. 
at okay. a very good price. Yeah, I yes. think it was 15 or 20% off at Sakaido. Yorobashi Camera, which we mentioned at one mm-hmm. point, it's an electronic store, but they sell pens there for about 15, 20% off. And we forgot to mention Amayoko Markets. So would you like to tell them about Amayoko Markets? Because I went to Amayoko Markets and I failed spectacularly in trying to find a single pen at Amayoko. Let's be clear here. You search for it on Google Maps, you go to the nearest train station and they go underneath the train tracks inside and there'll be three stores one near the closest to the train station one around the middle that opens later which you don't have to care about and the other one all the way at the other end and they offer yeah around 15 20 25 percent on many brands with a pretty good selection and you might even be able to find maybe older pilot special editions as well so like uh, a friend of mine bought an 88th anniversary neo the, the golden dog gods one for around the same price that it was like 12 years ago nice with a little, yeah with a little discount so so that's also possible amayoko markets are also really good for um skewers so grilled skewers <laughs> because i went there looking for pens and i obviously didn't get the memo that i was meant to look underneath the train track i looked on the street and there was nothing there except for knockoff rolexes and um, skewers. So I had some really great grilled chicken skewers there, and they also sell beer for cheap on the street if you want some beer with your skewers. Top tip. (laughs) Uh, If you get there on the weekend, don't hesitate to go to any of the flea markets that are open, and you can go. There's a lot of stuff. It's good to see what the local people have, and you might be able to find fountain pens for cheap. There you go. Yes. I did not do that. Hmm. It was just so overwhelming how many people were there. I got really grumpy towards the end of each day because I'd been around so many people and it was just very draining for me. <laughs> so what were the highlights from your trip this time around? In Maybe in early years, it would have been just going to pen shows. This year, it was just being able to hang out with all different friends that I tend to meet at this particular time of year in Tokyo, like my Taiwanese Taiwanese friends, my Tokyo friends, uh, some Hong Kong friends that went with me, and we just hang out and talk pens like 24-7. And it was great and, seeing you in Japan, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> next year. Next year. Next, next year, next year. We'll time yes. it correctly next year. And my favorite was finding a, a pilot Super 200 in a flea market. Uh, it's like... Mm-hmm. Uh, the Super Series was like Pilot's flagship series, like the Custom Heritage Custom Series. They have like a present, but that was, this was back in the 60s or so. And, and I found one for like 2000 yen at the flea market with a working rubber sack and lever, the weird lever system nice. with a with a smooth, soft nib. Oh, nice. And was that a gold nib? Or? Yep. It's 14K. Nice. And which year was, uh, was that from? This is 60 something. Yes. Sweet. So, yes, that's my favourite part. So, my favourite part of my trip was probably actually visiting all of the gardens, non-pen related. <laughs> I felt like this year, so I've been to Japan three times all up now, and the first time I went, I had a very big haul. The first time I went, I had probably the biggest Nakaya haul that I ever had. <laughs> Uh, that, that was amazing. I managed to find a number of the special edition Pensho Nakayas that year. I actually picked up three Pensho Nakayas that particular year, which was quite amazing. Then the second time I went uh, was a mad dash. So I did the sh- a Ginza dash that we recommend yes. everyone do. Yeah, 24 hours there. I did yes. the Ginza dash. This time around, I actually enjoyed more of the nature because I was there right during the middle of cherry blossom season. So I went Mm. to almost every single garden within the Tokyo vicinity and checked out the cherry blossoms there. And I had cherry blossom flavored pretty much everything you can think of. Tea, pretty sure the soap at my hotel was cherry blossom flavored. I had cherry blossom uh, waffles, cherry blossom ice cream, cherry blossom bubble waffles, <laughs> like puffy waffles. It was cherry blossom everything. And then actually, oddly enough, my my non-garden related favorite part was I went to Tokyo Sky Tree one day to go visit the Pokemon Center there because um, I am that much of a nerd sometimes. Mm-hmm. most of the time and I got off on one of the floors and they miraculously just had this random Harry Potter exhibition with <laughs> original art from all of the movies Whoa. 
And that was really, really cool. It was done by the design company that did all of the movie artifact design. And it was just there in the middle of a shopping centre. So that was really cool. That was probably one of the highlights for me. Yes. Any other things you'd like to add, Leo? Tokyo is worth visiting at least once. Uh, Try and do it before 2020. That's when everyone realizes how awesome Japan is and there'll be even more people afterwards. Oh my god, I can't imagine more people. There are so many people as it is already. Yes. So that brings us to a very belated segment of what are you writing with today? We This is why we need Chuck here, <laughs> because I'm a terrible host by the sounds of it. So <laughs> I, I can start. I am writing okay. with my special edition Platinum, which I talked about earlier. It's got a plain medium nib, and it's just a Platinum nib, but it's a very pretty pen, and it's really, really nice underneath um, incandescent lighting because it's slightly translucent. It actually has a bit of a watery feel to it and looks a little bit more purple under certain lights. It is very nice. I'm also currently rocking a blue pen. You can probably guess what it is. Oh, <laughs> so Leo's showing me on Skype the coolest Aurora. It's the Aurora Taiwanese Edition Sun Moon Lake in plain silver trim and with a BB nib that's more like an italic. Yes. That, that material is absolutely gorgeous. And they've come out with another special edition. Aurora have actually made this material on mm. a regular Optima, I think, or a special edition Optima. Or was it the 88, the, the round one, I think? Is it the 88? I thought it was an Optima. I don't know. We will, I, we will Google and have a, yes. have a search for it. But it's, um, the stunning, uh, light blue, the baby. Last scene on the Aurora Mar Adriatico. There we go. How long ago was that? Yes, I regret not buying it. <laughs> if we're talking about regrets, we will be here for a while. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so now that we've talked about what we are writing with, what are your recommendations? Do you have a recommendation? doesn't have to be pen-related. It can be anything-related recommendation. Anything-related. I'm going to stick with pen. My recommendation is if you're on a holiday in Japan, buy it. Regret <laughs> later. <laughs> buy it no regrets because you won't get it next time it's here it'll be gone and you won't be able to find it for like a bajillion years pretty much so that's what happened to me with the loft kakunos oh. i i saw the pastel colored kakunos and mm-hmm. i posted a picture of them on fountain pens oceania and then leo was the one who said yeah by the way that's a limited edition run or special edition kakuno never to be seen again etc 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 and so i went shortly after and i bought oh i'd say maybe eight of them eight of these kakunos i bought a stash and then i tried to go buy a couple more maybe about a week later and two of the colors were sold out by that point there were four colors altogether two of them were sold out so fast very fast buy it okay yes so my recommendation which i actually don't have handy and i wish i could just duck out and actually grab it but um so the harry potter exhibition that i went to was by a company called mina lima m-i-n-a-l-i-m-a Mina Lima are the artists for the Harry Potter movies, and they do all of the designs of, say, like the Marauder's Map, all of the Daily Prophet, um, Daily Prophet uh, newspapers and stuff. They actually do postcards or um, just regular uh, greeting cards of a lot of their designs. And happy to report that their paper is actually fountain pen friendly. But um, you can buy boxes of postcards or notebooks which um, have this particular, have the designs on them. And it's really cool. I bought two boxes of their postcards. Highly, highly recommend that. Alrighty. So I think that brings us to the end of this bizarre episode. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for being with us, Leo. Thanks for having me. And I'm Sharon, your host for today, and this is the Nib Section, and we are signing out. Bye.